everybody. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 45. My name is Patrick. I am joined by Seth. Hi, say hi how are you doing? <laughs> I, 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 it's still instinctive to say, say hi, everyone. And it's it's just, say hi, Seth. Yeah, um, things happened. <laughs> Let's they did. leave it they at did. that. So, I guess my first question is, were you surprised when the Clown College reached out to Josh about coming back on sabbatical? Uh, a little bit. I, I thought he might have given up on the classy by now. <laughs> I was not ready for the nuclear response. Um, you might notice that my voice sounds a little different this week. I am unfortunately sick, not with the COVID, just with a regular cold. So hopefully it doesn't sound too different because Lord knows it sounds stuffy as hell to me, but we'll see how we go. Uh, yeah, because of the uh, empty crickets uh, in, in two of the, the regular regular guest spaces, uh, this show's going to be a bit different, isn't it, Seth? Yeah, very different. We were discussing beforehand how to handle it, and we, we weren't sure, but I think we settled on something really good. We did, we did. So, uh, we are we we are nothing if not efficient here at Fast Travel Lounge, uh, as as the editor can attest to, because the multi-hour episodes that we do are nothing but the best bits from even longer offcuts that we've had to leave out. So, oh yeah, no, I've had to cut out so many pieces of uh, just dead material. Exactly, uh, just, exactly. Just awful, awful conversations. Yeah, this, weirdly, like, sometimes racist as well from, from one of the co- uh, it's, it's a whole thing. It's terrible, terrible. There was, there was also a back and forth that was just like, yeah, I agree, but I don't agree. And that went on for like half an hour. <laughs> Not to mention when I tried to end one of the earlier episodes and everyone went, no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. And we just kept talking <laughs> for like 30 minutes. It was, it was, it was horrific. At that point, I just anyway. stopped recording like 15 minutes in and just let you guys continue. <laughs> See, no, I, I thought that was something different. I thought that's when Steve's computer stopped recording 15 minutes in. That was, oh, don't remind oh, me of no. that. That was a headache. That was something else. Sorry, that uh, another whole thing. Anyway, um, we've decided that uh, chances are we're not going to be able to do the Krispy Kreme truck month, truck, nu- truck nuts, September, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, WordPress.com. Uh, Amazon special Josh uh, album of the week this week because of course the deal fell through with uh, with Krispy Kreme uh, and also Josh isn't here so uh, instead uh, we're going to adapt around the lounge slightly where uh, Seth and I were doing some thinking and we thought it would be interesting to do a tier list now wait don't click off just yet just yet we understand that quite a few of your favorite content creators are probably doing tier lists because it's considered low effort and easy length of time for podcast deliverables. But we, we're innovators here at Fast Travel Lounge. We thought, let's not do any old tier list. Uh, Seth, why don't you tell them what we're tier listing today? Yeah, so um, we're going to be tier listing every shiny Pokemon, specifically of the pink color, from Gens 1 and 2 of Pokemon. That's right. And ju- just to specifically reiterate this, this is every shiny Pokemon that happens to be pink in Gen 1 and Gen 2. Uh, we didn't really go through tiers, but, uh, we just have a, a simple, uh, S through, through D tier. Um, now, Patrick, I, I have a very quick question to ask, just, just so we get some ground rules on this sure. tier list. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to allow, uh, regional variants and mega evolutions in this tier list? Are there, are there pink mega evolution i know there's i know there's pink there, there is um, there is a pink mega aerodactyl and a pink mega Ampharos and a pink mega heracross i'll allow it okay ground rules are set yeah yeah 
Uh, are there any pink Gigantamaxes, actually? I didn't see any on the I list. Don't think, I don't think there are, are there? No, it doesn't look like it. That, that's a shame. Well, uh, and, and the, it, it, what's even better news uh, for, for those listening is that um, you might be wondering, but, but, but guys, what about gens three through soon to be nine? Good news. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the sort of uh, innovative content that, that will just, that will just uh, cre- create itself. Um, we can come back and, and visit every other time that, that Josh gets called back to the Clown College and Steve happens to be not here. Yeah, no, this is, this is just specifically like, we, we feel like it's going to take too long to do every single one of them. So we'll just, um, we'll hit them out by consoles, I guess, or two generations at a time. And we'll see how we go. This is, this is going to be a very rare thing, but I hope it is a thing that we do come back to because this is really funny to me. <laughs> do we, do we call I, this, I, do we call I this also- a second spoiler cast perhaps? Oh, uh, more like an more like a uh, an opinion cast. Oh, I got it. Faster travel lounge. <laughs> Fast tier lounge. Fast tier lounge. <laughs> Fast travel lounger. <laughs> um, I I am also very sorry to all the audio listeners. Um, well, go go to the YouTube version so you can see this in actual video because I'll be recording my screen for this. And oh, I, I was expecting that we would just end up exporting the final thing and just paste that up. But yeah, I guess if people want to follow along at home. Uh, right. Let's get into it, shall we? So, uh, man, it's such a weird format. I'm expecting to just do all of the, the usual scheduling. But of course, none of that's here. Uh, first Pokemon up is... This this little guy. I, named... The Clefairy. Good. So... Because remember, there are audio listeners. So... Opening with this little guy. I, I know. I I was blanking on the name and I was hoping you would fill in, but then I real I remembered Clefairy. Um I, Which, I kind okay. of So what 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 are your thoughts on this? Because I have some very strong thoughts. I don't like the green tip is. I think this is this is this isn't the worst, this isn't gonna go in D, but I think it's a C tier for me. Incorrect. It's pink by default, the shiny should be a different colour. It's a D tier shiny pink Pokemon for me. You know what? That's fair. That, that's going straight to D. And you know what? Clefable, straight to D tier as well. Yep. Although, Clefable... No, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know that there's going to be one where we're going to put it in and it's going to be like, oh, wait, that was the Gen 4 evolution. But no, Clefable, Clefable's still Gen 1. We're safe. Next up. Ooh, not looking good. Jigglypuff. Also a pink Pokemon and also not a fan of the green eyes. I think this is D. Yeah, we're going to get through this pretty quickly, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give, if, give it a little bit. If 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 they aren't supposed to be pink, they won't be in D tier. I also also I I feel like we should put Wigglytuff in D because that's not pink, that's purple. What that it it just it just failed at the first hurdle. Yeah, it, it failed at the first hurdle. It didn't even make it to the pink college. Just want to add a tier real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> add row below. Um, not pink. But I feel like that's what D. So so, no. But actually, I kind of like the idea of the tier name being called D, even though it's just is regularly pink, but not pink as its own tier below. Ah, uh, change the color. Yellow's yellow's too friendly. Make it make it harsher. Make it harsher. Fair. Yeah. 
Make it purple. Make it purple. Yeah, yeah. Pur- purple's good. Actually, no, no, no. No, make it pink. It's ironic. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a mess. Yeah, yeah. Audio listeners are loving this. <laughs> um, right. Right, so we is have that- Wigglytuff again because it really wanted to be on this list twice. Okay, so I... Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, Purple Wigglytuff kind of S-tier for me. It kind of is. I do like it a lot. So let's let's put a secondary one at S to S tier just because we like it a lot. <laughs> I'm glad you and I have the same opinion here. Um, uh, yeah, I th- there is no difference, right? Someone actually just added Wigglytuff twice. Yeah, I think they messed up. <laughs> or they just really like Wigglytuff. You know, um, you know, I don't know many people that actually really like Wigglytuff. Okay, so so it's funny you say that. Wigglytuff was my main in Pokemon Unite. Really? Yeah. And, Mine and, was Snorlax. And, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. And you know the interesting part about being a Wigglytuff main? Uh, uh, it was pink, just like God intended. Wasn't this purple shit. Didn't have green green uh, eyes, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> I, I kind of like the purple because I, I really like purple in general. But no, um, Wigglytuff should be pink. <laughs> Regular Wigglytuff is great. Can you just imagine just walking through a cave, finding Clefairy and being like, I don't know if this is shiny. Yeah, I, just I like guess the green 50, gives 50. it away. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, right, next up on the list, Slowpoke. I think we know what tier this is going into. Yeah, this is going in D with everything else. <laughs> everything else that, that is pink but shouldn't be. Finally, finally our first actual shiny. Farfetch'd. Um, I kind of like it actually. Not, not, you know not, most, not you know like the dis- really disappointing well. Part, the most disappointing yeah. part of shiny Farfetch'd. What's that? It's it's not a shiny leak. Yeah, you're right. It's the same color leak. I guess we know what tier it is. <laughs> See, it deserves a step above <laughs> everything else. Exactly. <laughs> but no, like j- just generally, I kind of like the pink Farfetch'd. Um, I personally, I, do, I, I do. probably put it in about B. Yeah, I, I would actually put it higher. It's just funny that for some reason you can't get shiny vegetables. Yeah, no. So into C because the vegetable is holding it back. Hmm. Uh, and now we move on to the ordinarily yellow uh, Drowsy. Um, I don't know about this one. It seems it seems kind of... It's, it's pretty good. A, a little, um... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's kind of brownish pink at the bottom, and I think... I think I like it. <laughs> not, think, not, like, the- not, like, really highly. I just... It's the same as... Actually, no. The Farfetch'd I'd put at B. I'd probably do this, like, C? I thought you had Farfetch'd at B. Why, why is Farfetch'd back at C? Because of the uh, the leak. The leak held it back and put it in C. Uh, no, but we, 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 can, yeah, we can make exceptions. I don't like vegetables as much as the next guy, so... Okay, this this goes back up into B. And I think yeah. I think Drowsy should sit at a C. That makes sense. It, it is ordinarily yellow, just like the, the yellow tier for, for C. Um, Hypno. Hypno, I think, is a stronger pink shiny than Drowsy. Oh, yeah, no, this is, this is a lot nicer. This, this, I think, I'd put into a B next to the Farfetch'd. It's a, it's a very hot pink. It is. It is. And it's still got the white fur. I cannot yeah. tell from the size of the image. Is the pocket watch shiny or not? Uh, the pocket watch is silver, so I'm not too sure. I, I, need, I cannot I remember Hypno's. Uh, uh, okay, let, let's 
let's um let's figure this out yeah no we, we need to figure this out uh hypno ordinarily has a silver pocket watch okay so points deducted hypno didn't go out and steal a shiny pocket watch it should have been gold <laughs> it absolutely should have been no 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 it should have been gold okay gold but yeah i i think actually i think it deserves to be higher than the uh far-fetched like agreed agreed like that yeah it beats here but a, a better beat here than far-fetched yeah uh next up jinx um i i feel like we should deduct points because it's just a pink dress and not pink skin also also i i think this deserves a tier list of its own as well um <laughs> hold on i need i need a very harsh color for this uh-huh it, it, it's gonna be red Ah <laughs> uh, yes, this, this goes blatantly racist tier in our pink shiny tier list. Yeah, I, I I think Jinx deserves that. Jinx doesn't deserve any better. <laughs> Even if it tries to wear a slightly different colored dress. Uh, fair enough. So next one, controversial magma. I like it. I, I like shiny magma too. Yeah. I know I know a lot of people don't like shiny magma. I think they are they are incorrect. It's it's I do not like the yellow to... of regular magma. Thank you. I'm glad someone's finally speaking out about this. So the 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 interesting thing for me is that um uh shiny I mean shiny magma and shiny magmortar look pretty similar, but it's got this nice it's almost like a purple pinky purple filter applied where it's not two different colors applied to the fire and applied and a, and a like applied to the red and applied to the yellow of the fire. It's just all kind of mixed with like a, a low pink filter. And I think it looks sick. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I instantly want to put this into S tier above that Wigglytuff. Above the Wigglytuff though? I, I think it deserves it. All right. We might, we might have to change that later, but for now I'll allow it. Oh. It didn't want to let me do it at first, but there we go. Yeah, we've we've, we've gone through we've gone through several not pink shinies, and still Wigglytuff is the only thing in the not pink tier. <laughs> yeah, it's in both S and not pink. Oh, uh, good. All right, next up, Omanyte. This feels so low effort to me. It does. It, it's also kind of purple. Patrick? Patrick, are you there? Oh god, did I cut out? Or did Patrick die? Um, interesting. Oh. When I had to mute myself to, to wipe my nose really quick, sorry about that. Interestingly, when I dropped my mic level in Audacity, it also muted me in Discord, didn't realize that that was linked. Oh, okay. We, we can cut future, that bit out. Yeah. We're going to, well, some, one of us is going to have to, and it's not me. Next <laughs> up on the list, Omanyte. This feels like a very low effort shiny to me. It, it is very low effort, and I want to add, it's pretty purple. When you say pretty purple, you mean like very purple, or you mean that you like the purple that it is? Both, actually. I, I really do like that purple that the Omanyte's coming in with. But unfortunately, this is <laughs> a tier pink Pokemon. And someone came to the wrong neighborhood. So I think we both agree. Let's say it on three. One, two, three. Blatantly racist. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh. Uh, you know, let's, let's do your thing. Let's, let's do your one. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I feel a lot better about going not pink than blatantly racist. <laughs> we, might, we might revisit that one. Uh, I've, I've seen some tweets. Um, next up, Amistar. This, this, one's, this one's also low effort, but this one's actually coming in at a pink. Like, it's a pinky purple, but it's more leaning towards the pink. So D. I'm okay with it. D? How high on the D list do you want this? I think I think if I was to random... I don't know if you can randomly catch an Amistar, actually, but if I was to randomly encounter an Amistar and it was shiny, I think I would notice it more than Clefairy or Jigglypuff or Slowpoke, so... So it goes I, above... I'd put it... Yeah, because I'm yeah. pretty sure Amistar it comes in at blue. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so, Lord, so Lord you'd Helix notice. Himself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one that you absolutely would not, Alolan Muck. I, I feel like you would because it's usually more purple and this is Bro, going for how? the pink. This is going for the pink rather than the purple, so I, I can see the difference in color. Alright, so where would you place it? Um, I'd say C underneath the drowsy, mostly because it's very low effort. It's just replaced the purple bits. It has. So Alolan Muck, uh, I assume most people have seen Alolan Muck, but uh, when you think of Muck, you think of the large purple sludge monster. And apparently the sludge in Hawaii is uh, as uh, tropical and, and festive as, as the drinks on the beach because it's just banded with a whole bunch of different colors. And my contention is that the bands of green, yellow, and pink and purple are the same between Alolan and Shiny Alolan Muck. But yeah, I guess uh, you're right. You, you, pro you probably would notice the difference, but I don't think I'd be, I wouldn't be proud to show this off, right? Like I wouldn't go to my older brother and go, look, older bro, I caught a Shiny Alolan Muck. Yeah, because no, I feel like I, I'd, have I, to, I'd have to convince him that it was actually Shiny. I, I also just... Muck in general is not a Pokemon you'd go around and show off to people of being proud of it. True. It's, it's a very valid point. Uh, next up, Aerodactyl. I like this one. I like it a lot. Interesting. I do as well, but not as much as Magma. No, no, not as much as Magma, no. Um... I'm, I'm sitting at our first eight here for this one because I really do like that, the pink of it. And I think the blue underwings goes really well with that pink. True. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah easy so A tier. Easy A tier. Would you also consider Mega Aerodactyl A tier? I, I think I'd put it a tier lower because it's a lighter pink and it, it's not as, uh, it's not as uh, bright and standout-ish. As the regular Aerodactyl is. Yeah, for, for me, you're right. It's it's the pink with the with the blue underwings. Uh, I I have no idea how this is going to sound to audio listeners. I'm sure this is stellar. Like, just imagine you're sitting road raging at your two hour commute in the morning, and you're listening to this, and you're going, "You're right. I agree that my perception of what the underwing of Mega Aerodactyl looks like is slightly off compared to regular Aerodactyl. It should be A tier. Thank you, Fast Travel Lounge. Sorry, B tier. Oof. Yeah, no, this this. This sits at a B tier for me because they they made the pink lighter and it doesn't look as good. I think they also made the blue darker, which they kind of inverted them, I guess, which is a neat idea, but I like the other pink more. I just wish they did something with the uh, the rock protrusions because yeah, those are still, mega aerodactyl. Those are still like the, the regular gray. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, just mix it up. You're mega aerodactyl. You're a, you're a threat. 
fast speed high attack and you're like yeah we still use the same rocks now the question is where on bt do we put this because i'm sitting at between the hypno and the uh the far-fetched i was gonna put it bottom of b bottom of b yeah it's it's better better than shiny drowsy but it's still not my my left out in the sun too long far-fetched okay yeah i can i can see that i'll i'll allow this we got to discuss this next one. <laughs> so there's this Pokemon called Vaporeon. I think it deserves its own tier, personally. <laughs> Where, whereabouts on this, this tier list is it going? Like, how high or low do you want this tier? Um, I, I think you know it deserves what? to at least be above blatantly racist. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, though, is that we could put it into its own tier for being memeable and add other memeable things to it, in which case being memeable is almost on par with S tier. But Vaporeon is not on par with S tier. So I'm conflicted. I actually I actually think this Vaporeon is a contender for S tier. At the very least, the, t- the top of A tier above the um, Aerodactyl currently. Uh, I, I, I really know. like this pinky purple that it's got going on. Fine, but this means that when I have to argue for something being one higher tier, you have to agree with me no matter what. Wait, so are you allowing me to put it into S or at the top of A? If you're putting it into S, that means you have to agree with me twice. Okay, I'm going to let it go into the top of A. <laughs> I, I, Wise I, cannot, man. I cannot allow you to have two over me. <laughs> uh, next one. Th- this is hard. Shiny Dratini. I, I really love Shiny Dratini. Awkward. I was going to say kind of shit. <laughs> For me, it's Shiny Dratini <laughs> and Shiny Dragonair are great. And then no, no. Shiny Dragon Knights just ruins it. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't realize that we swapped Josh for Seth in the past five minutes. That's that's awkward. That's I'm sorry. It just ruins the entire color scheme. It just decides it doesn't want to be pink anymore. It's going to be green. How many times do you, while fishing for a Dratini in a particular river of whatever game you're playing, and you're like, oh, it's that regular light blue color that I like, and then suddenly one that's like maybe a slightly weirder looking light blue, and you're like, I don't know if this is shiny or not. Meanwhile... You're, you're going through the Elite Four, someone tosses up their, their regular virgin orange Dragonite, and you come in there with the big Chad military green Dragonite. I'm sorry, but if you cannot tell the difference between regular Dragon, uh, Dratini's blue and this shiny, pinky, purpley uh, Dratini, you, you might need to get your eyes checked. You might be colorblind. I might be colorblind, but the one color that I can see is the color of shiny dragon, uh, shiny dragonite being amazing. I, I heavily disagree, but I think that's also my personal bias against not liking green. Red, green color blindness is the most common form of blindness. And you're like, yeah, I don't like green. Is it because you can't see it, Seth? Is that, no, is no, that I can see issue? green very fine. I even made a point of saying I don't like the green tips of, uh, Clefairy and Clefable's, uh, uh, ears. Was that not you just 50 50 between red and green and hoping no one would call you out? <laughs> I quiet. <laughs> shut, shut your whole mouth. So, so I, I really don't like shiny Dratini. I do like shiny Dragonair because I, they made I it like, like them actually pink. Quite, 
I like them both quite a bit, but I am willing to meet in the middle and put Sir Shiny Dratini at... C tier. No, I was going to say, let's put it into B tier because it's in the middle of both of our opinions. Let, let's, but I'll give you, I'll give you one, one advantage. I'll put it beneath the far-fetched. I'll allow it. Shiny Dragonair is just dope as hell. That goes straight to A. Straight to A? I, I was going to argue for it to go to S. Ooh. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, you know what? I, I can see it going to S. If, if Shiny Dragon Knight were pink, <laughs> I would also argue for it to be an S tier. But yeah, Shiny Dragonair, I'll, I'll allow it to go to S. Okay. The question um, is... Is it Essier than Wigglytuff? I, I think so. My argument is, is it going to be Essier than uh, uh, Magmar? Because I kind of like the, I kind of like the white and pink better than the pink on red. I, I think it's a more um, soothing color scheme. I, I think just because of my personal bias towards Dragonair over Magmar as a Pokemon, I'd agree. Shift, shift that bad boy up one. Okay. Let's, uh, let's put it right at the top of S tier. And this is the end of Gen 1. Amazing. Let's, and uh, it only let, took let's, us 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, let's, uh, let's just take a moment to appreciate this list as it is currently. Cool. So, what have we learned about those that are in D tier? Uh, they are all pink and they, sh they should have changed color for their shiny. Except, so except for case... Amistar. Amis uh, that, um, that, that's just in there for some reason. <laughs> so in that case, we should adjust the, the D, the, the D tier name to low effort. Yeah, sure. Low effort. And just, just to real, really sync that in, let's make that one a pink color scheme. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, that, that clashes with the not pink being pink <laughs> as well. True. It does. It does. Uh, let's, let's make the... Not pink, the odd purple. I guess. Like canonically, that is correct, but I don't like it. Uh, C tier. I I really I'm I'm struggling to think of what <laughs> Trousy and Mark have in common. They they don't really. I I think for now we just leave them S A B and C, because because that's a good ranking system. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Right, now that we had a moment to, to actually, we should, probably, we should probably, for the audio listeners, actually just run back through. So, uh, count us off STSF, what do we got? We got Shiny Dragonair, Shiny Magma, and Shiny Wigglytuff. Probably can just say the regular Pokemon names. I think it's implied that all of these are shiny because otherwise they wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I just, I see them and I, my brain brain doesn't work properly and just goes oh yeah this is a shiny pokemon say shiny before the pokemon name <laughs> uh a tier patrick <laughs> i was about to introduce it as a reddit creepypasta so you introducing it as patrick is even worse somehow uh <laughs> no no i was handing it off to you to list the pokemon oh <laughs> It was like this, I thought it was going to be this nice back and forth thing where you're like, okay, S tier, Seth, you rank them off. And then I go A tier, Patrick, you rank them off. And, and we'd bounce it back and forth. Kind of like what people do on a podcast. Bro, you leave me hanging when you're about to read out Vaporeon <laughs> and then you say Patrick. 
<laughs> how, how do you expect me to respond to that? There are so many implications there. I, I thought it was quite obvious. Uh, leave in the comments if, um, if you think it wasn't obvious and I'm just insane. Okay, well, in A tier we have Seth. <laughs> please don't, please have... don't name a Vaporeon after me. I don't like those implications. Yeah, see, it's not fun, is it? <laughs> uh, in, in A tier we have uh, Vaporeon and Aerodactyl. And in B tier we have Seth. We have um, Hypno, we have Farfetch'd, Dragon, uh, Dratini, and Mega Aerodactyl. Patrick, do you want to list off the seed ranks? I, I, I would. I would, actually. Uh, we have in, in no, actually, no, it's not in no particular order. It's, it's in exactly this order, uh, Drowsy and Alolan Mark. And, and now the favorite tier, low effort, is uh, Omastar, Clefairy, Clefable, Jigglypuff, and Slowpoke. Patrick, what, what's the next rank? Uh, I believe the next rank is not pink. And the first thing that is not pink is Wigglytuff. Weird that which, Wigglytuff is in this tier list twice. Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 can, I, I assume it's like a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody thing. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> twin Wigglytuffs. If, if they're the Zack and Cody, who's going to be the... Um, Mr. Mosby of the tier list. Surely that would be drowsy. You know what? I can see that. I feel like I feel like if I walk into a hotel and drowsy's greeting me as the concierge, I go, "I like. The, I'm going to like this hotel." Yeah, no, this, that, this that, hotel's my kind of place. That, that's that's fair. Uh, also, in the not pink tier list, we have Omasunite. Yes. Man, for a second it was like, ah, yes, but Knight is stronger than Star. <laughs> yeah, Omanite. Uh, and and uh, finally, in the reverse S tier, uh, blazingly racist is Jinx. Crazy. Who'd who'd have seen that coming? Uh, shall we move into uh, tier uh, into Gen two? Yeah, let's. And I think we have a contender for S tier with uh with. God, why am I blanking on the name? Patrick, save me. Ferret. Ferret, that's the one. This little guy was running up that escalator the whole time until Gen 8. Every gen single 8 gen, it restarts the escalator run. Oh, love him. This, this, you know what? I think there's a tier above S. Uh, walked up the escalator and into our hearts. <laughs> I love that we're just going to name this tier. He made it. <laughs> oh, I accidentally made the S tier white. That's oh oh oh! I am messing this up badly. <laughs> I am clicking all over the place. Try not to make this a racial thing. I see. Love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, he made it. He made it. That's the tier name. He made it. He made it. And for it, there you go. There he is. He's climbed up the escalator of tier ranks. He started blatantly racist and look at him now. <laughs> a fully reformed ferret that made it to the top of an escalator. You'll love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Uh, Crobat. Low effort. Low effort? <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. It, it started off as a purple and they just kind of hue shifted it. I also don't like the green. 
It's 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 the weird pinky purple. It it could almost be a not pink contender, honestly. I I think it's pink enough to avoid not pink. It just looks diseased to me. It, it does a little bit. Do you do we want it at the bottom of low effort or does it deserve to go a little higher? No, because I no, think, no. I, 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 think... I think it deserves to be above the Clefables. Really? I think so. Clefable is very low effort. It, it doesn't even feel like they changed the color at all. Well, in, in that case, Clefable, the, the, the Clefable, or the, the, the Clefaline should be at the bottom because. Do you, actually, do you want it something like. I, I think the Slowpoke also deserves to be. Slowpoke deserves all the way at the bottom of low effort. It doesn't feel like they changed it at all. Maybe they were just too slow to change the. You know what? That was a Steve Tier joke. I'm sorry. You deserve better than that. Back out. <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> Put down the shovel, as I, as I frequently tell him. Uh, Cleffa, though. Cleffa, I think we know where this is going. Uh, low effort? Oh, yeah. Right, uh, right next to the others. It- I, no, no, you know what? I think it's more, it's, it's got, shoot, what's the wording on this one? It's got more low effort points than the other Cleffa lines because so much of it is green. You're right, but it's also kind of the same thing where it's just replaced the browns for the greens, and this just had more brown than the others. But if we put it in that order, then we get the evolution line. You're right. Let's let's go with the evolution line. Speaking of evolution line, Igglybuff. Uh, should we should we do it in the evolution line as well? Actually, I feel like we should do reverse I, because I feel like it reversed. Yeah, because at least actually no 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 uh, no, no, no 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 no. That's right. That's right. In in reverse order because at least Jigglypuff's eyes are a different color. Yeah, yeah. I I feel that. Okay, we need we need to talk about this next one. Uh, so we go Mareep, uh, Flaffle, Fla- Flaffy, Flaffy, and an Ampharos, and yep. then and a Mega Ampharos. Those are our next four. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. Mareep was out of order. My bad. Yeah, Mareep. I I really like Mareep. I also really like Mareep, but I don't think it's like very very high tier. I think I'm thinking of it as a B tier. I, I like it, I, but I don't love it. I I think I think A, just because they, they did the crazy thing. Think of how many shinies are normally blue and they got turned to pink. This one has blue in it. Yeah, you're right. And I, I also think, I think owe a. you one. Do you want me do you want to cash in that ode favor? Oh, you know what? You know what I do? And and uh mini story time, one of the first Pokemon cards I ever got was Mareep. Oh, cute. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever owned any Pokemon cards. I, I never, or maybe I did, and I just never learned how to play the game. The game is weirdly complicated. Like, yeah. e- like even, even Yu-Gi-Oh, I think conceptually is an easier game to play than Pokemon TCG. Yeah, yeah, because Yu-Gi-Oh, you just have your monsters, you have your magic, and you have your trap cards. Easy. Don't, don't worry about Synchro and Linking and Ixy summons just yet. This, this is and, 2006 yeah, and earlier. It's, it's, it's 2006. You're on, you're on your lunch break with, with your friends uh, out, out in the schoolyard with the cap that had the weird little like fabric flap that would go down the back of your neck and it would get like stuck there with all the sunblock that the teacher made you put on before you went outside. Is this getting too weirdly personal? A, a little, but I also share those similar memories. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so it's not that personal. It's just nostalgic. <laughs> it's just like, wait, that, those are my memories. Patrick, when did you go to my school? <laughs> Why were you watching me? Uh, yeah, Mareep, A tier. I, I will yeah. even let you decide where oh, on A tier this sits. Oh, okay. Uh, I was really hoping you'd say I'll, I'll let you use that without, without calling in the favor. Um, oh, this is tough. I, I think, you know what? I, I think personally, I think we have to invert Vaporeon and Aerodactyl and Mareep sits above Vaporeon. I think Vaporeon is the bottom of A tier. See, see, Vaporeon is there because of the favor I called in. So I, I will allow you to put it above Vaporeon, but when Aerodactyl is staying where it is. Fine. Flaffy though, in the, in the bin. In the bin? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Flaffy is pink in in general. They, so they just changed the bell color to be green. What is they up did. with pink and green in this? Exactly, exactly. Uh, where, where in low effort shall we put this? I I think... I think... Uh, uh, below Amistar. I feel that's where it should sit. So second place in low effort right now. Below Amistar? I guess, I guess I guess we don't want to piss off Lord Helix. Pro- probably the right call. Also, Amistar was blue, so it, it at least changed its color. Okay, you know what? On that point alone, very valid. Uh, next up, Ampharos. Ampharos? Ampharos is a good boy. Ampharos is a very good boy, and I really do like this one. I, 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 I instantly think it's a contender for at least A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that he made it, but I'm saying he, he got close. He, he's very close, yes. So my, my, my current is, you know what? I think it does deserve S. I think, I think I like it more than Magmar. How are you feeling? I, 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 I'd agree with that. The, the, the pink, pink on white, it's a, it's a winning color combo. And the blue just adds to it. Oh, yeah. Now. All day. Uh, now, do you want to discuss if it deserves to be above Dragonair? I would say yes. I I also feel yes. I think the blue works better than the orange that's going on with Dragonair. Mm-hmm. So, interestingly, not as much of a fan of Mega Ampharos. I prefer regular Mega Ampharos. Really? Because I was thinking that uh, Mega Ampharos deserved to be and he made it right next to Furret. You... You, are you joshing me right now? I'm not. I, I think that this color scheme works very well. I like it more than just regular Ampharos's shiny colors. I think it's adding pre- all that fur and adding more blue into it made it work so much better. To protect the, sanct- to, the, to protect the sanctity of the he made it tier, the tier that I swore an oath to keep specifically for Furret, uh, I will call in my favor to specifically not have Mega Ampharos in the he made it tier. Okay, so currently I'm sitting at putting it at the very top of S tier then. <sighs> Above regular Ampharos even? Yeah, I, I really do like it a lot better than the regular Ampharos. I think the hair and fluffy tail makes it work that much more. Well, I guess I guess I got my wish for keeping it out of he made it tier, so I, I'll, I'll allow it. Very good, very good. All right, we should talk about the diseased flower. Diseased flower? Yeah, the diseased flower. Blossom, I'm, I'm not a fan of the shiny. 
Um, sorry about that. Um, uh, diseased flower, the blossom. I yeah, I'm not too big of a fan of it. I I very much prefer regular blossom over this. Agreed. Um, I don't think it deserves to go into low effort though. I think it should go I think, above I think they tried. Alolan Muck. Yeah, I, I I think they tried. It just didn't work out. Yeah, I, I think above like... Alolan Muck is where it should sit because I at least like Drowsy. Yes. Yeah, 100% agree. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm conflicted on Shiny Ariados. You know what? I don't even really remember Ariados's regular form. <laughs> red. It's like the, the like, um, bright red type. Okay. Um, I kind of like this. I like the light blue it's going with as well. Um, so that, that's the thing, is that, like, compared to its regular form, I like what they were going for here because I, I feel like they went for something that took effort and it looks okay, but I just don't think relative to other things on this, on, on, on this page, it's as good as a package. I think, yeah, um, I'm thinking we put it above Drowsy. It doesn't deserve to go into the bees with the um, other ones that we're like, we like these ones. I think it's neat. And I think it's better than Drowsy, which is a decent one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's similar to me. Yep. I'd 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 agree with that. Patrick, I forgot this Pokemon's name. Uh, <laughs> not Jumpluff. Hopip. Hopip. That's the one. Yeah, because I know Jumpluff. Um, fun facts: Jumpluff is Trinity's favorite Grass type Pokemon. Um. Just, just wanted to point, get into that because she told me that this morning. Um, <laughs> so doing, doing a Pokemon themed podcast is kind of on point. Um, okay, hop it. I kind of like it. I don't know. I, I certainly don't see it going above a B tier. Yeah, no, no, no. I, it's not above B tier. It's, I, it's like it's distinct enough, right? Like regular hop up is green. This is bright pink. So. So it's out of low effort for, by default on that. Definitely out of low effort. I don't think it's A tier because the yellow flower on, on its head is still a yellow flower on its head. Yeah, no, it's not A tier material. I think isn't I think I'm going to argue for it to be into B tier. I think it deserves to go into that. B tier, but not above far fetched. Yeah, yeah, not above Farfetch, not above Dratini either. I, I think this... Uh, yeah, I think this deserves above Mega Aerodactyl. How, how are you feeling on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we can... I, I, I see that working. Yeah, we can, we can squeeze it in there. It's a, it's a good little lad. Now, uh, now Shiny Jumpluff. I also so kind of like this one. <laughs> Do you, or does Trin have a gun to your head? I actually do kind of like this one. How much? Um... Above Mega Aerodactyl-like. So keeping the evolution line? Yeah, keeping the evolution line. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I'm I'm not as enamored by it, but I, I, I like the, I like the, the yellow of Hoppet a little more than the pinks of the jump yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the, I the, do think it kind of is kind of nice. The OCD is, uh, in in my head is satisfied by seeing it in evolutionary line. Uh, yeah. 
All right. APOM, low effort. Low Gotta effort? Gotta be real. Hmm. It's regularly purple and they made it pink. Yeah, it is a kind of a huge shift, but they also made the cream into a pink, which is a little more high effort. It's two color values being shifted towards pink. It's either it's either low effort or the bottom of C tier for me. I I I will allow bottom of C tier. All right, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think shiny Wooper, he made it. Uh, hmm. I don't think it's he made it tier. What do I'm, you mean? I'm not even. I, I'm not even sure if it's above the Dragonair for me. My man's out here looking like rose gold. What more could What more could Shiny Wooper do? I don't know. I think the the horns could have been a different color. They are a different color, aren't they? No, no. They're both like both of them being pink. I I think if the horns were a different color, then. Pink on pink, I'd be fine. I mean, the regular horn color is purple. No, 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 not, not changing it from what it is originally. I mean, for this shiny color in general, it's just, it's pink body skin and pink horns. The horns could have been a different color. So where would you put it? Um, above Wiggly Tough. I would, I'd probably put him above Magmar as well. Above Magmar? I'll allow that. Yeah, it, it Wooper can sit there. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. He's such a good looking Whoopy boy. He, he is. I, I don't want to say he isn't. I just think he could have been a little nicer and good old Wooper. Whooper. He could have been, he could have gone from good boy to best boy and that would have made it to the, he made it to yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, gonna be, side point, gonna be really interesting what color the, um, uh, I've already forgotten the name of the new region. I want to say Galar, but that's not it. Gen 9. Uh, Paldean. Paldean. Really interested what Paldean, because I mean, regular Paldean Whooper is the shit color. Yeah, The literal shit color. Yeah, so it is. I'm, I'm kind of working, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do for the shiny. Kind of excited, if I'm honest. What, what if they amazing. just go? What if they just go for what they've done so far with the um the Clefable line, and they just turn the browns into greens? No, no, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. They go one step further, and they do, and they turn shiny Paldean Wooper because the the form itself looks identical. It's just a different color. They turn shiny Paldean Wooper blue. I'd actually really like that. I would like that a lot. Yeah, there we go. Pokemon heard it here first. Uh, unfortunately, we're not reviewing Shiny Peldan Wooper because he is not- well, he might be pink, but we don't know that yet. Uh, and also, we, we're not here to review Gen 9 just yet. Also true. Uh, and- and why not? I- I'm out of here. I- I cannot stand <laughs> this man. <laughs> uh, actually, we, we should probably- we should probably do Quagsire. I don't know why- why not is next up on that list. Oh, is why not a Gen 4 Pokemon? No, 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 why, why not it's Gen 2, but I'm saying Wooper revolves into Quagsire. Oh, okay, yep, 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 yep. 
Yep, yep. And why not is over there. There we go. Got yep. it. Yep. Okay, so, Quagsire. I'll be honest. Kinda kind plain. of plain. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the uh, the zero on the diversity scale kind of plane. He's the the plays ultimate frisbee on the weekends with his with his dentist buddies kind of plane. Yeah, there's just not a whole lot going on with this boy. Some might say he is simple. I... Shout out to my competitive uh, quagsire. Oh shit! No, it's not simple. Unaware. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> oh Be careful what you're going to say. Though. We don't want you to get cancelled. No, the, the unaware ability is so good on competitive, on competitive Quagsire. Yeah, um, I don't know, kind of plain, but... It, Quagsire is just kind of plain in general, so I, I don't want to put it into low efforts because there's not much you could do with it since it's just a full blue Pokemon as it is. So I, I want to at least put it into bottom of C. Yeah, bottom of C. It's not. It's it's not its fault that they couldn't do more with it. <laughs> He's just kind of vibing. Yeah, and we ha and we have to accept that. We we like a good vibe. It's true. It's true. We do. We do here at the Fast Travel Lounge love a good vibe. Um, slow slow king. king. I'll be honest. Kind I like of the blue on the collar. I I like it as well, but it still feels but, low effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say this. This this is about pinkness. And you know what? It's it's generally already pink. So let's put it next to Slowpoke. Actually, should we inverse the evolution line for this one like we did the Jigglypuffs? I, I, I think more effort has been taken than to turn the ears of Clefables green. Okay, so it, it's just going to break the evolution line and go above others. I also... You know what? I'm going to argue for it to sit right at the top of low effort. Yeah, then. there we go. There, we, I, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to. I didn't want to lead the horse to water. But uh, now that you're there, take a big drink. Yeah, yeah. No, top of low effort. Top of low effort. Deli bird. Hi. <laughs> I maybe I'm biased because I really like deli bird just conceptually. Like, yeah, no, I he also he, he really and I like just this. Get each other. I I also really like this. Like, think of so. Close your eyes and imagine this, dear listener, that uh, cast your mind back to when you're, uh, you know, back, back when, back when the, the big man in the big red cape uh, and the big red, uh, not cape, not jacket. Oh my God. What is the line? Ho, ho, ho. No, no, no. But like, it's always, he has, he has a big red coat. Maybe it's big red coat. Anyway, um, cast your mind back to, to. Back back when the uh the uh, back when Santa would come down your chimney, uh so you know like fifteen to twenties like early twenties really cast your mind back to your early twenties, um when you would be stoked for Santa to turn up. Now imagine that when you wake up and trap Santa in your fireplace, it's a shiny Santa. The chances of that without any kind of weird breeding, which we are really not going to touch because that gets weird very quickly, is like one in eight thousand one hundred ninety two. You would be stoked if that if that Santa that you caught in your in your chimney was purple. All I'm saying is, take that same set that, that that little sense of wonder that you have right now, that little starry eyed, that little glint in, in in your eye that you have right now. Take that and think, where could Deli Bird go? S tier. You know, you are on a very weird roundabout tangent there, but I think I have to give it to you that it is an S tier. 
I mean, I was I was going to agree with S tier in general, but <laughs> but, but 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 you you've convinced really me it. you've convinced me it's very much S tier in to the point it's high S tier, maybe even over Mega Amphros S tier if you would like hey, it to be. There we go. Oh, I I I would like nothing more. The idea that when I wake up Christmas morning and I get a choice banded hustle present from a competitive shiny deli bird that will either knock out all of my teeth or heal me completely is a good time. You know what, Patrick? Just for you, I'm going to do a favor. Why are you writing get help? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, below he made it, but above S, we have he's here. <laughs> Like, like it's Christmas Day, like, like you said, and Deli Bird is <laughs> it's, here. It's Christmas Day, and Deli Bird walks in, and he gives you that bro wave, like he has in the sprite, like, like he has in that picture right there. Like, that's a knowing. That's a hey. It's been a while. It's been a year. How have you been? How's the wife? How are the kids? And and just just for just for kicks, he reaches into his bag and gives you a nice big present. No, no, and then he's he on his way. First, first, he fakes you out. <laughs> Gives then you a he, bit of a wake-up slap. Yeah. Then he, then he gives you a present, which, as I say, will either knock out all of your teeth or cure the broken leg that he gave you from the fake-out. And then, right when you think, you know what? Maybe, maybe today's the day that I throttle Santa Claus. He gives you the old destiny bond and then you die. I, welcome, to, I, welcome to every person I've played against with my competitive deli bird. I, I don't know if I like the destiny bond and we both die aspects. <laughs> I, I I might not want him to be here if he's going to do that. <laughs> but Seth, he's here. <laughs> and soon neither of us will be. <laughs> my my uh competitive deli bird was adamant so it, it was adamant natured, right? So boost attack, lowers special attack, uh hustle, which boosts attack at the cost of accuracy, choice banded, which boosts attack, but it means you can only use one move. Uh, full attack investment present. So if it hit, it hit hard, and if it didn't hit, it's a deli bird, and you die instantly. <laughs> but if you somehow swap the choice band off, he also had access to fake out ice shard and, and destiny bond. And oh, what a setup! What a game! <laughs> it was it was a good time. It sounds like a nightmare. I want out. <laughs> But he gives you that, he gives you that knowing wave. That knowing wave and that cheeky smile. Patrick, why not move on? That's it. Seth's out of here. <laughs> I, I am just giving back as much as I receive. Yeah, well, why not? Uh, why not be low effort? I... No, if if we're going to put Quagsire at the bottom of C because of its handicap of just being all you can do is shift this color. Actually, you know what? They could have changed tail as well. It has more going on than Quagsire does. More? You, I, think, you think it's higher? Or no, 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 higher? no, no. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, in general, it has more that could have been changed yeah, than yeah, Quagsire. Yeah. So Plus, I think below the Slow King. I, I know that this should be... so. First of all, I agree. Second of all, if you didn't put it there, uh, not only is it low effort in its shiny design, but low effort in terms of its name as well. Like, what are you doing? 
Now, now you, you shut your whole mouth. I like why not Snane. I, I may not appreciate puns, but a Pokemon names as puns is A tier. I guess we'll have to agree and disagree. Uh, Wabafet though. Uh, same place. I think inverse, inverse the, uh, the evolution line like we did the, um, Jigglypuff and Jigglypuff. Keep, keep yep. it below Slowking, but above why yep. not? Easy. Yeah. 100%. Quillfish is an interesting one. Quillfish, I kind of like, but it feels like they just hue shifted everything to pink. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel a little low effort in that regard, but I think, I think it, belongs over APOM because APOM kind of has a similar thing going on where they just hue shifted it, but it's nicer than APOMs. Yep, I'd agree with that. Uh, Heracross. Heracross, all you can do is hue shift it from blue to pink, but I think it's amazing. I, I think, I think it deserves Hmm. Bottom I, of A tier? I just have a strong preference for original Heracross over shiny Heracross. I do too, but I do think this is a nice pink on the Heracross. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess from that side of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and we are ranking them on their pink values. I feel like we changed that every three Pokemon. Seth, come on. Yeah, you're right. But, but we do have some consistent rules. And the consistent rule is that we have no rules. Uh, <laughs> Mega Heracross, less of a fan of than regular Heracross. Yeah, also less of a fan. I think the, the reds on this could have been changed to make it... Do we think he's racist? No, I don't think he's racist. And he's definitely pink. I think <laughs> low effort because they only changed the blue into pink and they did nothing with the red. Yeah. Now, where on low efforts do we put it? I I would put it above below, the slowpoke, but below everything else. I was going to say below Lord Helix himself. Below Lord Helix himself, I I will allow that. Actually, you know what? I I think it deserves below Flaffy. You think Mega Heracross is lower effort than Flaffy, the Pokemon that literally started pink? Actually, yeah, you're right because. <laughs> At least Flaffy, they just changed a bulb into a green. At least Mega Heracross is this main body that's been changed. I'm 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 gonna let you edit this out to make it look like you're less of an idiot than you were in the last fifteen no, seconds. No, no, no. Let, let everyone know. Let let me show my ass live on that, podcast. That 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 was a close call, man. That was we nearly lost you there. Yeah, I, I kind of had a bad moment there, but we're getting close to the end of the list. We we, are, we got four we more left. Uh, so I hate, I hate the Sneasel. I also I hate, hate the Sneasel. I, I almost think that it's racist. I hate this. I, <laughs> Patrick, racist exi exists exclusively for Jinx. I think we <laughs> add, I think we add a list, uh, a, we add something, uh, between C and low effort for things we hate, uh, because at least it has effort put into it, but I do not think it, it deserves to be into the C tiers with everything else. Yeah. So. At a row below. Name it Desgostang. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 
Uh, let's give it a the ugly green. Oh, that is an ugly green. You know what? Now I feel like Blossom should also belong in the disgusting tier. You're right. I I think it is. Oh, actually, this is an argument to be had. Does it? Which deserves to be above the other? <laughs> is Sneasel more or less disgusting than 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 Blossom? I I think Blossom works better than the Sneasel. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Macago though. I like Macago. I'm not in love with it, but I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I agree with the uh, the little qualifier. The the red shell. Red red shell is nice, just because it's again the red body to to purple body. Uh, it almost. If they got the colors better, I'd say that it could be a, a contender for something like magma, just because it has the same body that it could have been some real sick color scheme like that. But. The red and the pink clash is a bit too much for me. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think... I think B-tier? it deserves to be in... I, w- I was going to say above Heracross. Because I do like it. I I don't like it more than Aerodactyl, but I like it more than Heracross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I think I think that little flame on its uh, on its shell is doing a lot for me. In visual appeal. <laughs> Flames do make things go faster. Um, okay, so we know that Jinx is blatantly racist. Is Smoochum redeemable? Uh, have they strayed from the path? Have they strayed the, on the path from God? Slightly. By this point? Th- those lips are also doing blatantly racist things. So we're willing to just stamp it as blatantly racist to move on? Yeah, I think I think I, I think above Jinx on blatantly racist though. It's less ha- racist than of, Jinx. Half of half of these tiers are inverted for what the left and right sides mean. <laughs> yep. But that's okay. And lucky last on the list, Celebi. Celebi. I, I like the Celebi quite a bit, honestly. Bro, it's the same colour as the Whooper. Yeah, but it has a little bit more going on in the Wooper. I like oh, the darker- just because it's a god of the forest and shit. Okay, fine. I like the green eyes, I like the green tips of the antennas, and I like the very dark pink tip on the hair and the dark pink shoes. I think it has a little bit more going on than the Wooper does. Now, do, you think the Cel- do you think the Celebi's here? Um... I don't think he's here. I want to put it above Dragonair. Nah, 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 nah. He, go- he goes below Wooper. You want below Wooper? Below Wooper. Hmm. At least, okay, meet in the middle, below Dragonair. I was going to suggest that. I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about it. I was willing to go into, do you want to, like... Coin flip it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. And we made it to the end of Gen 2. So uh, how are we going to do this? Are we going to do just the Gen 2s per rank or all up? Yeah, l- let's do all up. Let's just summarize our entire list. Because the tiers have also changed between Gen 1 and Gen 2. <laughs> they have. <laughs> so, Patrick, right. please, please tell us. Who is at the very... Actually, let, let, let's start from the bottom. Let's start from the bottom. 
I like that. I like that. Here we are. We're making it up as we go along. We're innovators. What can we say? The only rule is that there are no rules. <laughs> so in, in our very coveted, blatantly racist tier, <laughs> we have Smoochum and we have Jinx. And we have... But- why is there a picture of Steve there? Oh, uh, you know what? I, I should have replaced that with a picture of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, future Seth's going to cut this out, right? <laughs> I can't make right? any promises for Future Seth. Right, <laughs> he might future find Seth? that very funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm pink now, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's not pink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Um, wig- wiggly tough. Uh, okay. Real talk. Zach and Cody, which one, <laughs> which one's S tier, which one's not pink? Um, I'm, I'm going to level with you. I'm going to be very, very, um, very picky about this. Uh, Zach was in Kingdom Hearts 3, so I believe he deserves S tier while Cody is in Riverdale. So he deserves to be in not pink. That's such a niche metric, I have to allow it. <laughs> I, I, the only way that I could come back from that is if I had a more niche metric of my own, and I don't, so... Uh, Alright, so in that case, in the not pink, we have Cody Wigglytuff and Omanyte. I, I feel uh, like that's a very good list. That's, that's a powerful combo, I'll tell you what. Uh, and then into the low efforts, we have... We have um, Slowpoke... Clefairy. Oh, you're going backwards. It's like, come on, yeah, man, yeah, that's let, slow let, let, let's, um, let's go from, like, the bottom of the list and go up. So, like Slowpoke, slow uh, Clefairy, Clefable, Clefar, uh, Crobat, Igglybuff, Jigglypuff, Flaffy, um, Mega Heracross, Amistar, Why Not, um, why am w- I blanking on his name? Wobbuffet, that's the one. Wobbuffet and Slowking. Slow King, King of the Slows, King of the Low Effort Tier. Love to see it. Uh, in the Disgusting Tier. What a good tier. Two, two Gen 2 Heartthrobs. Sneezer, which looks like complete shit. And uh, Blossom, which looks like an eggplant emoji that went too far. It's, uh, it's kind of diseased. I don't think I'd pick that flower. No, I, I wouldn't either. And then in, in our C tier, we have Quagsire, Apom, um, Quillfish... Alolan Muck, uh, Drowsy, and I've, I'm sorry, Ariados. Thank you. I, I do not know Ariados. Ariados or, or, or Ariados. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. like A-R-I-A. It's such a... Yeah, no, I, I don't see this Pokemon very often. I know it's a Gen 2 Pokemon, but it's not one I see often, and I've never memorized it. Yeah, fair enough. And, and why would you need to? It's only a C tier, even in shiny form. Uh, in B tier, we have Mega Aerodactyl, Jump Pluff, uh, Hopip, Dragon, uh, Dratini, Dra- what am I saying? Yeah, Dratini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like dragon, none of them. Um, uh, a, a very bronzed up Farfetch'd and Hypno. And then in our A tier, we have Heracross, uh, Magmod. M- at- Macago. Macago. Actually, no, where's Slugmar? Slugmar. Sh- oh, wait, no, Slug. Uh, okay, never mind. Slugmar's probably not pink. Slugma's green, I think. Yeah, Slugma's in is green. Wow, it's reverse dragon uh, Dratini to Dragonite. Oh no, it is not green. It is a weird grey color. <laughs> oh, even weirder. Anyway, continuing on, uh, we have regular Aerodactyl, 
Vaporeon, and Samareep. All right. Uh, I, I know that we're in the middle of, of reciting the two. I'm just going to say this in general real quick. Take a, take a gaze at that. Oh, wow. Look how they massacred my boy. Yeah, that, that is a very bad massacre. I, I do not like that at all. It's got the same eyes as the, um, ah, oh, the dragon dart. Ah, oh, shoot, the pseudo-legendary of Gen 8. Oh, uh, come on. Okay, I don't know for Gen 8. I'm sorry. Oh, you're, you're, you're on. on your own on that one. Come on, give me a sec. Dragon darts is the signature move of... Oh, come on. Dragapult, but it's not Dragapult that I'm thinking of. It's Prevolution. Where are you? Dreepy. Yeah, it looks, it, weirdly, it looks like Dreepy, which is funny considering how old the generation gap is. Yeah, no, that's, um, that it, God, Dreepy is such a weird name. I like Dragapult a lot. I, I have seen that one. I like that Pokemon quite a lot. Yeah. Dreepy, Dreepy kind of baller. Ghost Dragon's a sick type. It, it actually is. Is it the only Ghost Dragon? Uh, no, Giratina is also Ghost right. Dragon. Right. Right. Yeah. Because he has no friends. But yeah, uh, as like a actually catchable, um, ugh. I spent too much time on the internet that I, that I want to say breedable and then it sounds weird. <laughs> uh, Pokemon. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, in the A tier, we have uh, we've, Zach we've already covered uh, Oh, no, no, S tier. S tier, not A tier. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, in S tier, we have Zach Wigglytuff, Magma, uh, Wooper, yeah, boy, uh, Celebi, Dragonair, uh, Ampharos, and Mega Ampharos. And then I, I feel like you're very personally attached to these last two, so I'll just let you go for them back to back. Seth, it's Christmas morning, and you have a fat stack of presents under your tree, and you look out of the corner of your eye, you see oh no, a purple belly bird. Destiny bonded. <laughs> You've been mean looked, there is no escape. <laughs> you start singing Paris song. I will be dead in three turns. <laughs> it's, all, it's all over. <laughs> um, but, and the, but, the, last, the last thing I utter, he's here. <laughs> That sounds like such a good horror story. Oh, <laughs> uh, and and throughout all this time, think about these tears like uh, like an escalator, an escalator of quality, if you will. You you never and said who's here. You you you, you were Deli, just going. Yes, I did. Deli bird. Did you? I didn't hear you say Deli bird. Purple Deli bird standing in the corner. <laughs> oh, I anyway. missed that part. <laughs> I I was I was too focused on my own death. <laughs> glossing over an important detail um yes De Deli Bird is here and by here I do mean Smash Brothers Ultimate yay everyone is here everyone is here but you know who rose above Smash Brothers Ultimate the one who rose above the escalator of Gen 1 Gen 2 pink Pokemon shiny sprite he walked tears. all this way he we you know what we, we don't deserve him he he is the he is the the um the harbinger of the next Pokemon gen. And you know what? He made it. Fur it. Love that guy. Absolutely love that guy.
what a good lad. Of his work. And you know what? When he when he made it and he he delivers Gen Nine, he will just go back to that escalator and start walking again towards Gen Ten. He he may start blatantly racist, but he will. He, he, he will I, I feel like that. he skips right over that. <laughs> he, he saw that it, it was like a shit on the floor, and he's like, "Ooh, I'm not stepping in that." <laughs> the shit in, the shit on the floor is jinxed after being hit by a fire type move. <laughs> Good. They they could remove Jinx from Pokemon and no one would care. Patrick, what did we do? What did we do for the last hour? <laughs> it's an excellent question. I honestly don't know. Un- unfortunately, I think this might be our best content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of the giant F that we've made in the tier maker list. <laughs> oh god, we did too. <laughs> And it's all thanks to how much low effort pink shiny sprites there are in Gen 1 and 2. Yeah, if we oh. had a row above and a bunch of Pokemon above he made it, we might be going for, for an E. Well, we just need to fill out more Pokemon that are blatantly racist. Oh god, we could. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we could, actually. I think Jinx and Smoochum are like, all there is. Oh, no, no, no. We definitely could. It's whether or not we should. Yeah, that's a fair point. But yeah, I, I'm happy with this list. I'm happy as well. And uh, I really don't know how we're going to get this to people on Spotify. But um, people watching on YouTube will be able to maybe follow along in its entirety, depending on how future seven wants to do this. I will also post it on the socials like a day after the podcast goes up. Give, give it some time for the podcast to breathe yeah, and exactly. then drop it. Uh, and and I think we, we should probably do our, our due diligence due diligence and post a link to people uh, to this tier list where people can go and and rate their own uh shiny sprites oh yeah yeah i'll definitely leave that in the description is there a is there a name attached to this that we can thank now um neo navi i believe oh uh yeah yeah i think it's neo navi made this list cool well thank you neo navi uh we will come back to this list for the gen 3 plus at some point later when Josh is back at college and Steve is away on business. Yeah, no, and whenever it's just the two of us, we, we will come back to this list. But yeah, I, do you agree with our choices? Let us know. <laughs> I hope you agree with our choices. We are, we are very smart intellectuals. It's true. I, I think the interesting thing will be if we leave this for a while and then come back, whether we, whether we just naturally want to create a he made it tier again. <laughs> that, I, feel, I feel like on our train of thoughts, we, we definitely would. But we'd see for it and we'd definitely go, yeah, he made it. He did. He did. He really did. And and moving forward, anytime that he comes up, one of us is going to have to just say he made it. Yeah. <laughs> he made it onto my team. He did. He did. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of, oh, not round the lounge. What is this? That brings us to the end of fast tier travel lounge this week. I, I feel like it's a bit of a mouthful. I, I like just fast tier lounge. Fast tier lounge or fast travel lounger. You decide. Uh, which means uh, that comes to the end of uh, part one for this week. Thank you. Man, it really is hard to just get out of the habit of saying the same thing every week. Thank you. It really Seth is. For it, that. It, it is. You just, you just fall into the pattern. It's just yeah, it's no, so easy it's, to just slip into it. Yeah, you're just so used to it being the same format every week. It's true. It, it was safe. <laughs> it was safe and I, and I knew what it was doing. And, and now I'm in the deep end and I can't swim because I don't have my little... Uh, uh, shiny whoopy boy water wings to, to keep me afloat. 
Anyway, coming up next is part two news. Yay, news. Starting off with an absolute banger. Criterion Games is back, baby. Uh, you know, put in some air horns or something here if you're really feeling, feeling adventurous, future stuff. Um, they're back with Need for Speed Unbound. So Criterion Games, the studio behind the Burnout series, and I think... I want to say the last game that they did in Need for Speed was Most Wanted. I think so. Also, also, just to answer you for your own sake, I'll put on some. Uh, I'll put in some car horns. How does that sound? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Actually, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, so they are back with a uh, new title, Need for Speed Unbound. I am so excited for this. It's crazy. I actually uh, really like that. This is a very heavily stylized game as well. Like they've gone like oh a cell shaded look and a Thank lot of like you. graffiti tags. It's so, so different for Need for Speed. You, you and I, you and I are the minorities on this. Everywhere that they've put up trailers, there has been negative response to how stylized this game is. I, I can understand because Need for Speed, it kind of has a look that since like underground, I want to say, but I, I'm really digging this change in visual style. And I think Need for Speed needed something to shake it up. Even if it's just a visual style change, this might be it. So my, my biggest problem is that the last few Need for Speed games, we've had uh, Rivals, which I played. I think Rivals was the last one that I did play, actually. Um, but I'm going to be real with you. Been... I haven't played Need for Speed since Carbon. Fine. But the point <laughs> is, if you, if you look at particular screenshots from various Need for Speed games, you can generally figure out what game it was from. Or at least ballpark when the game came out, even if you don't know which game it was specifically. The problem is with the last few, they have been very similar. Uh, similar to the point where... I actually did this with someone else uh, a few days ago just to prove a point. Let me just do it, go again uh, and pull up the Need for Speed list in Steam. Yep, so we have Need for Speed Unbound, which has just been announced, Need for Speed Heat, Need for Speed, Need for Speed Payback, and then Need for Speed Rivals. I don't know from a screenshot or anything else about the game what the difference is between Heat, Need for Speed, and Need for Speed Payback. I'd be hard-pressed to say the differences since they've gone to the PS4 era. Exactly, because they're all going for a similar kind of look of a car game with cops. And what's interesting is the, the negative re uh, reactions online have been, uh, why can't we make it more realistic? Why can't we make it uh, like this, that, or the other thing? Bro, we have Forza. Bro, we have Gran Turismo. Like, what, what do you mean you want your Need for Speed game more realistic? Yeah, no, let get, get other in your car and have exist. a police chase IRL. Yeah, let, let other art styles exist. It makes the um it makes the genre more diverse and it lets uh developers be a bit more creative. And they're being very creative with this game's uh style. Um so the, a, the a lot of like only, draw overs and graffiti. It's it's really interesting. The only thing that I will agree with them on is that quite a few people have asked if there's a way to turn off, particularly the smoke effects uh, to either side of the car when you're going around corners and stuff. I can see how that would get in the way if you're trying to do something specific. Yeah. But in terms of adding just like visual flair for the, for the sake of visual flair, huge fan. And the map looks very Burnout Paradise-esque, uh, but way bigger. Did they say if it was going to be an open world game? I may have missed that. Uh, well, there's definitely an open world map, so I assume it's an open world game. Okay, fair. Uh, but yeah, this has all of the pieces of a game. That, that, this, this checks a lot of boxes for me, basically. Oh, yeah, no, and definitely for me as well. Like I've said before, I'm not big on the Forza or Gran Turismo's. I like more arcade 
racers. Need yeah. for Speed hits that more of an arcadey racer, but also having like this very unique art style and arcadey look to it hits that much higher for me. That's the only thing that I'm not 100% sure of yet because the handling models in Need for Speed typically leave a lot to be desired. Even though they're coming from an arcadey perspective, uh, they've... They, they like to try and meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, well, it, just, towards... it just hasn't... Yeah, you, you go. Yeah. Sorry. It, it, it just hasn't felt that great. Like, Burnout Paradise was a great handling model and it took them ages to get that right based on some behind-the-scenes stuff from, from years ago. And when they then went to Hot Pursuit, uh, very heavy handling model. Uh, and I think Rivals was like a lighter uh, version of that, but still that that kind of style. But then Most Wanted was much more burnouty as well. So um, this is coming from me not having played the most recent couple of Need for Speeds. So maybe the handling model is totally fine. I've got nothing to be worried about. But Maybe the handling, um, the handling model is different between developers as well, because I feel like a lot of the ones that you said are burnouty might have been by Criterion Games. Exactly. Yep. So that that's the only thing is, is whether they... Uh, have a handling model that checks the boxes like everything else I've seen about this game. Because if it does, it's a pre-order. Yep, yep, most definitely. But confirmed for PS5, Xbox Series, and PC coming December 2. I yep, am fully next-gen game also. Very excited. Ah, oh, true, yeah, didn't even think of that. But yeah, very excited for this. It's going to be awesome. Hold on, hold on a second. December 2, tw- it's coming out in two months? Yeah. Holy shit. I, I missed that part. That's very close. Holy crap. Yep. They've, they've, they've been waiting and they've, oh, I don't know if you've known, uh, known, uh, seen this side of it either, but they actually went back and updated a bunch of the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say thumbnails, but that's not the right thing in Steam for Never Speed Unbound. So the Hot Pursuit Remastered, for example, has the Unbound Green as part of the title. Yeah, Card. I just saw that then. Like they've they've changed them all to be more in line with what Unbound's uh, what Unbound's key art looks like. Yeah, at least yeah. in logo design. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if the sale will still be going on by the time this episode goes up. But Need for Speed Heat was ninety five percent off as part of this announcement as well, at least on Steam. Ooh, that's so, a big, big drop. Y- yep. So I picked up Need for Speed Heat for four dollars and ninety five cents New Zealand. That that is quite the get. And what's funny is all of the reviews say, for five bucks, this game's pretty good, but I wouldn't pay full price for it. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next up on the list, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time coming to Steam October 18th. It's about uh, time. It, it is about time, really. When you, when you think about it, it is. It is about time. Uh, but also a new game announcement teased for December 8th. I don't know I, much. I don't want this. I, if it's the heavily rumored Wumper League, I do not want this. So, um, Patrick. When, when you think of Crash Bandicoot, what type of game do you generally want from that series? Uh, survival horror. Survival horror? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, you're, you're still missing the mark on that. Because um, the heavily rumored Wampa League is going to be a Fortnite clone with Crash Bandicoot characters. You could have given me 30 guesses. I never would have gone there. Yeah, no, it's... I, I, am, I am the biggest Crash Bandicoot fan I know. And I would not go near that. <laughs> and, and, and not like this. Not like this. Don't do my boy like this. He just came back. It was about what? time he came back and you're already putting him back into the ground. Seth, what if I told you that it's about time that he that he met Fortnite though? You know what? They could have just put Crash in Fortnite and that would have been fine. But not a whole Fortnite clone game. Come on. True. Uh anything else you want to add to this one? Um 
No, not really. I just want to vent a little bit about the Wampa League. Yeah, if it's fair. going to be that, I do not want it. Uh, let's just skip over a couple things in the docket and go straight to the other Fortnite clone. Uh, this one, uh, some, some would say it didn't have a happy ending. Some uh, say it didn't even have a happy beginning. <laughs> it, it was Fantasy lots of seven, mobiles. The f- <laughs> true. Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, uh, ending its service in, uh, con- in its continuing lineage of a lot of games that isn't even up for a year. Yeah, no, it's ending service in, um, in Japan, no, it's ending service in, um, October 31st, and it's, um, it's fully going down January 11, so you'll still be able to launch it until January 11, you'll just be hit with a, this game isn't being supported, or you can't launch this game message for, like, three months. That's, that's horrid, and... I'm oh, pretty sorry, sure the game came out November last year, so yeah, it, it's not even going to hit a one-year anniversary before it gets shut down. Uh, hang on. Subtitle is that it goes offline at just over a year. Do we know when it came out? I thought it was November it came out last year. But uh, they, might be, they might be saying about the end of service in January yeah. rather than H- the October. Either way, not, not, what, not what you want to see for a live service game that's supposed to be a cash cow like every other live service game. Shock horror. Especially on the like- Final Fantasy VII brand. And I, I've seen a lot of people say they really like this game and a lot of the things it did to differentiate itself from Fortnite and other battle royales was really interesting. As usual with Final Fantasy spinoffs, people point to the job system and say that made it extremely unique and extremely fun. Um, the main problem for this was that it was mobile only. And everyone that played it and enjoyed it said, yeah, no, this needs to come to consoles, otherwise it's going to die. And looks like Square Enix chose death. (laughs) So does that mean that people that were playing this would just go back to Diablo Immortal? No, I... Most of the people that uh, would play this are Square Enix fans, or... Just... Just not really into what most of the contemporary shooters are, I guess. So they'd mm. probably just go back to other Square Enix games like Babylon's Fall. Oh, wait. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Um, yeah, sad times. Uh, you know, tea, cake, or death, they chose death. Uh, next up on the list, uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. Uh, coming to <laughs> every platform. Yeah. <laughs> Except mobile. Except mobile, yes, because mobile is deaf. True. Uh, but, I, I don't really have a horse in this race. Uh, yeah, do you want to talk uh, through some of the finer points of this? We, we've known for a while it's just coming to everything. This is just putting a hard date that both of them are going to be releasing January 19 next year. So mark the calendar. Uh, Persona 5 is hitting a little earlier, coming out in a week. <laughs> October 21. Um... So, uh, Persona 5 is also going to be on Game Pass, so I assume Persona 3 and 4 are going to be on Game Pass. Shout out to Stephen for that. He'd he'd want people to know that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's just straight up confirmed. Both titles yeah. will also be available on Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Stephen for, for putting in the legwork to make that happen even. Crazy. It's, I it's all his what, stocks. That, that, that's what his business trip. Like, he he's not here right now because he's he, he's like he's doing networking Game Pass. to make that happen, right? Yeah. yeah he's doing Game Pass networking. He's becoming the Game Pass. He's, a, he's after your job, Phil Spencer. <laughs> hey, all he wants is the fridge. Just give him the fridge. Everything <laughs> goes back to normal. Balls in your court, Xbox. Next up on the list, we have some Sonic news. Uh, and this, this might be Sonic news that you're into. 
<laughs> True. <laughs> Considering um, how long you spend talking about this series in particular, this, this might get you onto the Sonic train for one game. Possibly. And if it was going to, this is the right way to go about it, where I can finally get rid of that, ooh, yuck, disgusting blue hedgehog and turn it into a nice, shiny Rathalos hedgehog. <laughs> It's always a it's, Rathalos set. You it's, cannot it's, it's escape not, the Rathalos armor. It's not pink, admittedly, but yeah, no, this is this is red. Unfortunately, that it's could, could have been could have been pink Rathian. Could have been could have been Palumu even from from like a world tie-in. But no, they went for Rathalos. They went for red. Yeah, Rathalos, the uh, the signature monster of the entire Monster Hunter series. We will never escape it. Um, the full the full Rathalos armor set on uh, Sonic kind of goes hard. Gonna admit it. <laughs> I, I think that looks a lot better than it has any right to. True. True. And um they, they also have an emotes for Sonic doing the um the Monster Hunter barbecue spit minigame. Which is funny because I think I've now been through two no, three. Three Monster Hunter games without ever using the barbecue spit. I did it in worlds just for the achievement. See, that it's still somewhere, somewhere buried deep in my Steam achievements list. The last achievement that I want to get a Monster Hunter World is barbecuing a piece of meat. That is, that is perfect. I hope you achieve that. You achieve that one day. So do I. But yeah, um, this is also worth noting. This is going to be free DLC coming out November fifteenth, so like a week after the game launches. It's crazy because adding a Monster Hunter tie-in might mean that people actually play Sonic Frontiers. It's. I, I was going to anyway, but this has upped my desire to play the game. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of your desire to play the game, uh, have you seen the combat and upgrades trailer? How would you feel if I said no? And I just threw this onto the docket anyway. Right. Well, this is going to be awkward because I also haven't seen it because I have no I, intention I of playing. Oh, okay. Sick bait. Um, no, um, it's, I was it's ready, just- I was, Hey, hey, I was ready to destiny bond this new story if you were, but- <laughs> I, I will not let it die with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but no, just a very quick overview. This is this um just goes through kind of like what the combat systems of the game might be like. It it looks kind of interesting because it, there's a lot of cool like special abilities in the game, and they also also show that you can use um the um new psi loop ability in the in this game, which is kind of like you just run around and hold a button down to make a trail behind Sonic. And if you just make like a bunch of loops in the ground, you'll spawn rings to recover health, which that's, that's a good way to, um, to just get health back and keep survivability up in this game. And yeah, they, they've got skill trees in the game as well. Um, very interested to see how a Sonic game with a skill tree goes. And uh, yeah, um, they also like general difficulty thing is just like, Hey, keep up the skill tree because outside of the first island, enemies are going to get very tough and you'll actually have to engage with the game's combat properly. Um, I'll, I'll get back to everyone about that when I play the game myself. Um, feel, feel like they might be bolstering that up a little bit because the game does look a bit mashy, but we'll see. I just love that they saw how successful the Pokemon Ranger mechanic was in destroying kids' DS screens and they went, let's put that in a Sonic game. But, but for buttons... Like, just a square button in general. Just just hammer that away. <laughs> I also just mean drawing, drawing loops on the ground and shit, but uh, yeah, very true, very true. Uh, next up, we, we, we like to, to joke on uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl here on Fast Travel Lounge, uh, but, but Seth, what if I told you that finally the Smash Killer had arrived? Um, 
It's it's going to be very hard to top Sora in Smash. People will remember Sora of Smash in 2020. Well, that was 2021, right? Please tell me that was 2021. It, it was a year ago. Yeah, cool. My concept of time is absolutely out the window. Like um, the, the first anniversary of that event just happened recently and people were celebrating it. And I can guarantee more people were celebrating that than the first year anniversary of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, poor, people, poor people, will remember, Brawl. people will remember Sora and Smash 2021. People will remember uh, he made it for it uh, 2022. And now to complete the holy trifecta, Rocco in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2022. I feel like this is... Okay, it's not the lamest characters to end on it. it. I think Jenny would have been the worst character to end his free character season pass on. They should have ended on Hugh Neutron. That would have gotten yes. the um. That would have gotten the ball rolling for the game again. I do you know? Have you ever met anyone that said I I remember and enjoyed Rocco's Modern Life? Yes, I have. Are they okay? I actually have. They they they're a little bit older than me, so they they're people that watch Nickelodeon. Where that are over their 30s. I, I, I watched it, you know, when it happened to be on TV when I was channel surfing. And there was nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't particularly memorable outside of the design of Rocco. That was kind of it. I don't even remember seeing Rocco's Modern Life. It was like a year or two before my time. Bro, you're older than me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, Rocco was for an audience old, older than me. Oh, this is probably because of the time zone. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely the time zone. Let's blame it on that. So the real question is, for the one year, thank you for enjoying Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. We had a 24-hour peak of 36 players and a total and, and uh, currently playing number of six. Do you think oh, with this sweet, it. sweet merch <laughs> No, I was going to ask because it's not out yet, is it? Um, wait, is he not out yet? No, he's now available. Oh, do, do, you want to take, do you want to take a guess at the numbers before I open it up? I feel like I have to because that's just part of, that's just part of talking about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. I'm going to guess 24-hour peak was below 20 and currently playing below 10. Nice and safe numbers. I think currently playing is probably going to be at 7 and 24-hour peak is probably in the 50s. Uh, oh, oh, I hit the nail on the head with currently playing as of 18 minutes ago was seven. 24 hour peak is 71. Oh, wow. So Rocco did bump it a little bit. All right. I stand corrected. People, people relate to Rocco. Learn something new every day. I hope Round they get the help they need. Rocco. And speaking of getting the help that he needs, um, the, the very flat assed Mario in the new Super Mario Bros. movie trailer, <laughs> uh, was seen for the first time. Uh, the highlight, I think, was Jack Black's Bowser. Holy Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. I, so Bowser, I know, can be a good voice actor. He's done great jobs before um, and he's done a lot of animated things, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't 100% convinced. Black, right? Yeah, Jack Black. Yeah, cool. Why, did I call him Bowser? Yeah, you did. Yeah, that, that's, that's just how good he was. True. <laughs> but no, um, I wasn't sure how Jack Black would do with a, like a deeper voice that I would like a Bowser to have. But no, he, he's nailing it. Yes. They, they, they could do a filter to make it a little bit deeper, but I'm not going to complain about that. He's doing it very well as is. My, my favorite part was um, someone who knows Jack Black, but isn't like they, they don't have a Nintendo or anything, but they uh, listened to the trailer uh, before seeing it. Actually, no, no, sorry, no, they did watch it. They, they watched the trailer, 
And then I said, which one was Jack Black? And they went, I don't know. Oh, so I was showing the trailer to my mom and I was like, okay, so um, Jack Black's in this trailer and she thought it was Toad. <laughs> uh, I was like, no, no, it's it's the other guy. It's Bowser. And he's like, oh, the big turtle evil guy. And like, yeah, him. And it's like, oh, wow, he's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I also had the guess of, sorry, the, the person that watched it also guessed that they were the um, uh, King of the Penguins. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I can kind of see in like a very theatrical, like showboaty Jack Blackie sort of way. But yeah. Yeah, no, nailing Bowser. Uh, Chris Pratt, on the other hand. The less said about him, the better. Wahoo. <laughs> yeah, so he said he, that wasn't going to be the voice, and that was 100% the voice. I. So he, here's the thing everyone's going on about, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised Chris Pratt sounds like this, Chris Pratt sounds like that. I cannot believe that. Chris Pratt happens to be in one of my favorite animated shows. Uh, would it happen to be about a man named Bob and his burgers? It would. It would. See, I had no idea that Chris Pratt had the dynamic range to play Bob's wife, Belinda Belcher. Yeah, no, I was really surprised about that too. Like, holy shit. What, what range? And he's a great fit for Belinda Belcher. Uh, I, I don't know about his fit for, for Mario, I'll be honest. Uh, what's been interesting, though, is that people... People have been making edited versions of the trailer where it's it's the regular English trailer, but they cut in the dubbed French Mario just for the Chris Pratt parts. Oh, that's good. I've seen I've seen something similar, but instead of the dubbed French, it's um, it's uh, Chris Martin. Uh, no, uh, Charles Martinet's Mario from the games. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that would also be that would also be good. It's. Uh, it's it's a shame. I know that I know that it's fun to kind of rag on Chris Pratt, but I feel like I feel like he genuinely is super excited to be Mario in this film. I just don't think it's the right fit. It absolutely is not. Though I do want to say we only heard um we only heard Charlie Day like panicking, but that was a perfect panicking for Luigi. It was. <laughs> like like he didn't they, even they have just to say anything. Yeah, no, all he did was act scared for like Five seconds, and that was it. That, it was perfect. And immediately it was like, you're right, this is Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Luigi is just Charlie from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> I knew it. Um, uh, shout out to... Uh, it's it's Keegan Michael Key, right? For Toad as well? Yes, yes, it is. He did very good as well. I feel like everyone's pulling their weight except for Chris Pratt. <laughs> Who's just playing Chris Pratt. <laughs> No, 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 uh, he, he's, he's playing Linda. True. Oh, true. Linda Belcher, not Bill. I, I don't know why I was thinking Bill Linda Belcher. Yeah, Linda Belcher. It's been a while since I've seen Bob's Burgers. Actually, um, the random side tangent, but the movie that they did that actually had a theatrical release, the Bob's Burgers movie. It was um, in theaters? Holy shit. I'm pretty sure it made it to theaters, but it was one of the highest grossing animated films. Uh, it set, it set some record, it's a random tangent, so I don't have the thing in front of me, but it set some record for being um, a very, a, a, mo a movie that did very well, given that it's traditionally a TV show. So it puts it in the same vein as like the Simpsons movie and other things. I don't remember where it comes. Um, uh, I don't remember what the record was, but it did better than a lot of people expected, given that it's traditionally a TV show. And I'm pretty sure it did get to theatrical release in, in movies. Oh, wow, um, that's great. Theaters. Good for Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, very good animated show. Anyway, uh, next up, Bayonetta 3. Um, I'll be honest, Bayonetta's Everywhere trailer reads like a Saints Row piss take. 
a little bit. Um, it's it for to me because I like the Yakuza games so much. It just reminds me of the Majima Everywhere uh, system that was in Kawami, I think it was, where just randomly every now and then the side character Majima would just pop out of like a sewer grate to harass you or pop out of a trash can or he'd be a he'd be dressed up as a cop he'd even be dressed up as a hooker just, just to harass you every now and then in the game and get into a fight or a chase sequence i i enjoy that that's the same strategy employed by roaming legendaries in pokemon it really is fucking raikou man raikou how do you say I, that I, one i i say raikou yeah i also say raikou um, but I'm, I'm thinking specifically of, uh, you're out surfing, peacefully minding your own business in the open ocean, and then Entei pops up. <laughs> Entei, what are you doing here? <laughs> Which just conceptually is very funny to me. But, uh, back, back to Bayonetta. Um, I believe we might have talked about this the last time there was a decent story trailer. But it uh, seems like that they were doing a multiverse-style story and there were multiple Bayonettas teased. They've just gone even harder on that and shown, like, five different Bayonettas and all of their own weapons associated with them. And I, I really like the weapons in this game. Um, so we have... Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to go from least impressive to most impressive for you, Patrick, because I want your take on the most impressive one to me. So we have um, what seems like um, wings that turns you into a bird and they just kind of like, they kind of like transition from the cards into wings from the looks of it. Um, then we also have, hold on, because I have to, I have to go through this trailer and skip around a little bit for this. Um, there's uh, yo-yos that attach to your hands and feet. And um, turn uh, they they're hanging on like spider threads. Then there's a lance that's also a microphone, and my my favorite one. Now you know the great sword from um from Monster Hunter, right? I I do I do. What if now hear me out? What if it was also a chainsaw, but that chainsaw great sword was also a train? I. I- I mean, I'm interested, <laughs> but I have questions. So, so you use it like a great sword normally, and oh, I thought it, you were going to oh. say you use it like a train normally. <laughs> no, 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 no. Train part comes later. It's designed like a train, and the treads are um are chainsaws. But you use it like a great sword. But because it's like a little uncanny and a little like witchcrafty, it will turn into a train or a mech every now and then to do AOE attacks, or you can just drive it around like a train and do like loops around enemies or run through them. And so and- I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Monster Hunter finally has some room to grow, some new direction to take on. It's, it's got some fierce competition. I'll say that much. It does. It does. It, it's no longer a contender for best great sword in video games. Actually, no, no, that's a little, that's a little harsh. Maybe, maybe it's still up there and a contender. I think it's a contender. I just don't think it can win because the great swords in Monster Hunter aren't trains. This is also feels like um, it's taking a page out of um, out of Devil May Cry 5's book, where in that game there was a also a chainsaw weapon, but it was um, two giant dual blade swords that uh, formed together to turn into a motorbike. Nice. Unfortunately, I'm now thinking of the Pokemon implications of that. <laughs> where, where you just um, splits the uh, Scarlet's uh, Legendary into two? 
Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, its chest wheel doesn't spin, so it'd, it'd be kind of useless in that regard. <laughs> oh, no, I just meant sawing it in half so that it has to run, like, you know, like one, one, one on each leg. Oh, God, that's, that'd be horrid. <laughs> it, it just becomes uh. bipedal. <laughs> but yeah, um. also, I, I believe I mentioned this, but along with each of those weapons is a unique bayonetta associated with them. Which is it's going to be interesting for the story, having like five different bayonettas all interacting with each other. Mm. Um, they also showed a little bit of um, they're going to have uh, playable sections of John uh, bayonettas in quotation marks, best friend and roommate. Um, she's she's going to have her own like little mini game section of like a two D stealth game that might be interesting to play through. Might be annoying. We'll see how that goes. Oh yeah. So has this trailer increased your appetite for Bayonetta 3? Um, more Bayonettas means yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, I guess we will move on to the Pokemon news. Yay. <laughs> so Also, also should... nay, because one of those uh, Pokemon news stories was kind of a disappointment. Uh, which, which one? The, uh, the second one. Uh, but... Yeah. Why don't, why don't we start with that first and then end on a high? Okay, that's fair. So a couple days ago, they hyped up a trailer f- um, was going to appear. For me, it would have been midnight. For you, I believe it would have been 2 a.m. And I highly doubt you would have stayed up for that. True. Um, if you had, how do you think you would have felt? Tired. Yeah, tired is the right word. Um, they revealed the gym leader, uh, Iono. And uh, she is going to be the electric gym leader for the Paldea region. She is also a VTuber. Um, or not really a VTuber, more like a streamer, but she's designed like a VTuber. And they they just kind of had this like game with her where she's like, oh, here's like a description of my partner Pokemon. Can you guess what it is? We'll reveal it at a later time. So this was kind of like a announcement for an announcement that I absolutely hated. Just showed a partner Pokemon along with her and I would have been much happier. The, the bit that I felt found unnerving in this trailer is whatever's going on with her teeth. Oh, the shark teeth? Yeah, um, that's, that's very popular. <laughs> that's a very popular design decision, especially for VTubers. Uh-huh. Well, we it- had a good run, but you know, sometimes when a race gets sufficiently technologically advanced, the only natural thing is for it to end peacefully before everything goes into the toilet. So I, I feel like we're already there. Got to, a, got to a pretty good level. We got to import our high score. It was the highest score so far. We got to write the name Ass in God's top 10 leaderboards. And, and now we should just bow out. Oh, also the audacity of this bitch having a pink and blue Magnemite in her hair and just saying, no, they're not Pokemon, they're hair clips. Even though they get off her hair and like make eye motions and things like that. This bitch <laughs> hiding a Pokemon reveal in plain sight and just not giving us any information on that. So the real question is, the pink magnemite, where does it belong? How do you mean? I, I, I would, just looking at it, knowing nothing else about it, would probably put it in uh, B tier. Uh, I don't know if it's oh, A tier right, per se. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, I don't think this is going to be a shiny. I think this is going to be a gender thing. So I think oh, that's disqualified shit. it. True. <laughs> I guess that puts it into not pink. Or a new tier, not shiny. Yeah, not shiny. That that is the correct tier to put that in. Damn shame. Right, and and ending on the high, 
Um, oh, oh, sorry. There's one more thing I wanted to mention about this. Okay. This entire trailer is voice acted. Be prepared for there to be an intricate cutscene of her in the game to not be voice acted, and it'll look extremely weird. Uh, nothing. I mean, the question is whether I'd be more disappointed for that compared to when there is literally a cutscene about people playing music and they just put subtitles in for music plays. <laughs> <laughs> that that is also really bad. Um, I think the wor- I think the worst of it so far still is for me in Gen Eight when Pierce has a concert. Uh, they they zoom in on his mouth flaps moving because he's meant to be singing and nothing comes out. I mean, come on, guys. Gen Five had that sorted out. Most profitable franchise in the world. Huh. <sighs> anyway, at least they gave us something to look forward to. Uh, I fa- guess. Fa- <laughs> fa- fa- for re giraffe for for re- Ferrigoraf. Yeah, Ferrigoraf. I don't like how you say that name. Ferrigoraf? No, I just mean like Giraffarig. There's only like one or two ways to say it. Ferrigoraf, Ferrigoraf, Ferrigoraf. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? I think Ferrigoraf is the right one because you end with giraffe. And it's also Giraffarig. Yes, but it's a different palindrome for Giraffarig. I know, but I'm saying if it's said with the similar uh, inflections, it would be oh, for right, a giraffe. Yes, yes. yes. Um, but uh, finally, giraffe are getting an evolution for a giraffe. What a lad. I, I love the fan art I've seen of, um, of uh, for a giraffe as well. Um, ma- making, basically making the, um, the top head of it like a hoodie, a zip up hoodie. Very, very nice. good. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just glad that there's finally a Monster Hunter Pokemon collab where Giraffarig got himself a Wiggler helmet. That is also a very acute um uh, observation. <laughs> Sorry, my mind <laughs> blanks for a moment. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it, it it that's the second time it's collabing with Monster Hunter with the um Wiglets as well. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, do you think you have to hunt a bunch of Wiglets to get the hood for uh for a giraffe? <laughs> Do you, do you think that once you put it on uh, uh, for, for a giraffe that it automatically gets wide range plus four? I hope so. Wide range is such a good ability. It is. It really is. Uh, instead, we know that it's confirmed to get cut chew and armor tail. Um, this, I, so I, I, have a, I have a weird take on this. I really like the idea of Pokemon getting nuanced abilities, but the problem is when they are mixed in with Pokemon that all share abilities, it's painful and kind of dumb. That's just my take. I mean, like, I, I just think it's very weird to have an ability called Armor Tail on a Pokemon that doesn't have a tail. <laughs> okay, that, that piece of it aside, like, I, I, I like the idea of unique Pokemon having unique abilities, but the problem is if, if you then have Pokemon where, like, uh, I don't know, like, 10 have, like, Unaware or Runaway or other things that just aren't unique at all, it feels weird that they exist in the same universe as ones that are unique. It feels like it should be an all or nothing type thing. And I'm not yeah. saying give every Pokemon a unique ability. I'm saying it would be, I think, give some cooler. of these new abilities to some other Pokemon as well. Or I think, it, oh. or, or if if you run Dex the the Gala the Galarian Dexit, and all the Pokemon you keep in are ones with more unique abilities. Yeah, that would also work. I I that's think just, what you that's, do that's is. Take. I think what you do is you kind of 
it'd be a lot of work because there's so many Pokemon, but they're also cutting the decks every gen, so why not? And they change moves every gen. So shuffle shuffle abilities around as well while you're at it. Hmm. Hmm. Showdown will have a field day with that. Absolutely. But anyway, so not only was Ferrigiraf announced, but a host of other things for Scarlet Violet. I, I think the other things are things we kind of already knew. Do you just want to hit the very big one? I feel like we didn't know much about the TM case. That, that's definitely- That is the one that is the big one. Yeah, that seems cool, I think. Yeah, that, that's very cool. You're like, um, after you defeat certain Pokemon, you just find kind of like items around or um, using league points um, as well. You can just, at a Pokemon center, just make TMs at a TM machine. And that opens the field so much for move variety anywhere in the game. Using league points, I don't remember how league points were accumulated, but the the idea of grinding that as a currency to fund the TM creation, I'm less on board with because if that's a post-game, I know it won't be a post-game thing, but if that becomes something in post-game, it'll be grinding whatever they have for the battle tower at the end of the game just to fund getting TMs, which could be kind of painful. It, it says here LPs obtained by advancing the story and trading in materials from Pokemon. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. I um, read. <laughs> hey, reading's hard. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but the... And it's also the TMs that will... Uh, the TM list will grow as the adventure goes. So you're not just going to get overpowered moves right away. But still, opening up the move pool early on into the game is still exciting. Yeah. What, what, I, what I wanted to say is that uh, I'm, I'm glad there aren't any issues around crafting stuff for the TM machine. But... The TM machine itself is a great way. I, I don't know if anyone else played older games like this. I assume people did, but I never wanted, like, I, I was so OCD playing through earlier games that I would I wanted to keep one of every TM in my backpack. Oh, yeah, no, because especially since they were usable, I, I really appreciate Gen 5 making them unlimited use. Right, but I'm saying this feels like a nice middle ground where you don't just, once you get Earthquake, teach it to every Pokemon in your party. You have yeah. to be selective about it, but you don't have to worry about never seeing TM whatever it is again. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, it's cool. Uh, I don't think there's much more to say on that. No, not there, really. There, there, there were other things announced, but there's also, it's all stuff that either we've covered or- is... Or they're just things from older games that are slightly improved. Like the exactly. curry system from Gen 8 becoming like a full picnic system in this game. I don't think there's a lot to say about that. And you would be correct, uh, which means we get to move on to uh, the audience question of the week. Let me just pull it up. Trinity asks, what character do you think deserves their own spin-off game or series characters like Dexter, Clank, Handsome Jack, or Zach Fair? I've been thinking about this one a little bit. This is a, it's kind of a hard one for me because a lot of the characters I would normally think of already have their own spin-off games. Like, I was um, thinking the same thing. Knuckles got one, Shadow got one, Clank and Daxa got one, like she mentioned. Um, Which were funnily enough just called, I guess, Secret Agent <coughs> Clank and Daxter. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is also a point. Um, some obvious ones, I guess, is um, this is cheating a little bit, but Kyrie and Riku from Kingdom Hearts is cheating in that Kyrie got Melody of Memory, but I don't consider that a full game because that was kind of like five minutes of story in a 
multiple hour Riven game that just kind of covered the older game stories. So it wasn't like her own story experience. And Riku also gets like 50% games with Sora. So he's never gotten his own full game, but he has been a key player in a couple of games already. Oh, excuse me. I'm I'm checking on something. Um, (laughs) Tears. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but yeah, give give Riku and Kari their own full games to explore the Kingdom Hearts worlds without Sora. That that would be pretty cool. Virgil as well. He always gets a short end of the stick in the Devil May Cry games he's included in where he never actually gets a story for himself. So doing a Virgil game or even a Sparta game, do a game set in the uh in the time period where Sparta seals the, at the door between the human world and the demon world. That could be pretty interesting. Do you do you have an answer, Patrick? No. <laughs> um Yeah, it's tough. I I'm in the same boat where like my go-to would be as the example Handsome Jack, but the problem is Handsome Jack has had his backstory covered fairly extensively. Plus, Handsome Jack is a is a really difficult character where they um they they did what I think is quite a big faux pas where uh I guess I'm going to use my time to briefly rant about Borderlands the pre-sequel, but he was a fantastic antagonist in Borderlands 2. I will happily fight anyone that says otherwise, starting with Josh. Um, but <laughs> uh, in in uh, Borderlands 2, he's very psychopathic, and uh, spoilers for a 10-year-old game now, shout out to Borderlands 10-year anniversary from two weeks ago, um, where he uh, kills a bunch of characters throughout Borderlands 2. And then you find echo logs about his... Uh, not really his descent into madness, but his relationship with his daughter, who he basically has to chain up in his basement because she's too powerful and killed killed her mum slash his wife, blah, blah, blah. Um, the problem is they, they made him out to be an everyman in Borderlands, the pre-sequel. So they had to cover the entire uh, actually turns into a psychopath arc in all of about two or three story missions in pre-sequel. Oh, and Jesus I, Christ, that's very rushed. I could see what they were going for, but the problem is, the, the, the biggest problem with it is that even if that was rushed, sorry, even, even if that wasn't rushed, even if they, they started with every man and then wound up with Psychopath, the problem is from Echo Logs and Borderlands 2, at every point where he's just trying to be some guy that you can get along with, his daughter is chained up in his basement right now. Yeah, yes. I, like, I completely forgot about that part. Hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a, a hard one to, <laughs> to dissect. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The... Funnily enough, probably because of something you stuck in the group chat recently, but uh, Sly, I feel like, has some interesting characters that could get spin-offs. Oh, yeah. but... A Carmelita game would be pretty fun. Mm. You know, I was thinking about Infamous as well when... So, behind, behind the scenes look for this question. Trin sent it to me and then we actually discussed it a little bit. Um, and I was I, another couple of ones I mentioned that were like... Yeah, these are characters I like, but they already have spin-off games. Is um Zero from Mega Man X has his own series. Eric from Dragon Quest Eleven, I thought of, and then I remembered, oh wait, he's getting his own game coming out in December. <laughs> um some that she mentioned that were good was um Sadie from Red Dead Redemption. It's apparently like number one on a lot of people's lists. Um a young Sephiroth game uh for Final Fantasy VII where Sephiroth, Genesis, and Angel would be good. And um, a prequel game for Final Fantasy X with Jack Oren and Braska would also be good. Um, there was there was one more that I mentioned that um, Luigi Luigi has Luigi's Mansion, and that that really sucks. 
no, no, um, but, so but I we can't have, use we him. We have the spinoff. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Luigi in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit back and forth. And yeah, there, there was just a lot that I was thinking of that is like... um. They've gotten their own time in the sun, and it's very hard. Is this is a very hard question? Um. Oh, Gravity Rush. Raven got a DLC, but not like a full game. And even True. then, her her DLC was really bad. And um, I I would like a full game for Raven, especially when um she deserves so much better. And I think I mentioned this to her. I I don't see it in our chat log. But I, I was also thinking of the infamous games. I'm like, hold on a second. I'm thinking of Fetch. And she had her own side game. <laughs> because you, you, we have the Cole games with 1 and 2. And then they switch characters to Delson for Second Son. And then after Second Son, they did a side game with Fetch. It's like, they're, they're even very good about changing up characters and giving side characters their own little things every now and then. So... Yeah, Inf- Infamous uh, Sly Raccoon also has like a big cast that could work with this, like you mentioned. Mm. Um, the problem is they, they sort of, again, kind of touch on that through like Sly 3 is all about kind of backstory and... Yeah, and everyone gets before. their own time in the sun and yeah. like a fulfilling character arc. How dare they? How, how dare they indeed. So I, I have uh, one legitimate answer uh, because this one, this one I think might abuse the question slightly but I think just conceptually is really interesting to me. So in the Mass Effect universe, right? Are you you... going to mention Joker? (sighs) Is this a Joker moment? We live in in a society, right? That's all I'll say. (laughs) But uh, voiced by Seth Green, pushing NFTs. Um, uh, No, so in in Mass Effect, you play as Commander Shepard in the year roughly 2170, 2180-ish, right? Uh, the entire uh, Earth going from we're the only species in the in the galaxy to oh there's an entire like uh, uh, there's an entire like um, uh, other like all these other species in the Citadel and everything out there that period is about a hundred years probably not even a hundred years but uh, it, it accelerates Earth's growth very rapidly and different species as one might expect in the galaxy have different lifespans. So one of the species is, uh, wow, I am blanking on the species. Asari, there we go. Uh, one of the species is Asari. Asari can live for a thousand years. So the human race developing is like a blink of an eye for them. It is. And so the thing that's even more interesting to me is that an Asari scientist studying, like if, if you have, I don't think, uh, I, I, it, this gets weird, weirdly conceptual very quickly, but uh, if, an, if, if an Asari can live for a thousand years in the same way that a human can live for 80 years, then uh, human lifespans a hundred years ago were probably topping out 40s, 50s or so. And so Asaris would be 500-ish years old, assuming that it's one-to-one. Might not be one-to-one, fine. But uh, that means that roughly within... 10 generations of Asari, you would have an Asari that was there when the pyramids were built to, to an Asari that saw the rise of Earth's, or the human race's role in the galactic political sphere. So it's not so much a side character, but it's just a game about an Asari that has just seen some shit. 
Yeah. Because that, that would be there are, interesting. There are a ton of really big moments that are even, even talked about when you talk to some really older Asari in Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. Uh, there's like a bartender who is an Asari matriarch, which means that she's like, I think around 900 years old. Don't quite remember how old she is. And she remembers stuff like the Rakanai War, which is five-ish hundred years ago before you, um, before Commander Shepard comes along. But the thing is, it's the same way that your granddad remembers World War II. It's just on such a different timescale to what we're used to. So it's not so much that it would be an interesting game, but it would just be the amount an of An interesting lore. concept. Yeah, the amount of lore that you could get through playing through the eyes of someone at particular points in time uh, being as old as they are. Like, Liara is considered immature because she's only, like, a hundred years old. Yeah, might be a bit of a technicality, but that, that's the, the, probably the most genuine answer that I have to that question because otherwise I think Handsome Jack and I think, wait, chained basement daughter, not good. <laughs> I, th I think I have a real answer now. Um, I guess a game about Zelda could be pretty fun. Like They do. Um, there, there are many games about Zelda. Like, no, all no, of them, no, actually. Not, not the legend of Zelda, like Zelda herself. Yeah, isn't that who you play as in the tunic and the sword? No, unfortunately, his name is Legend. So it's, he, he's on his way to Zelda. We need a, we need a different perspective of um, the Zelda of Legend. This was not a joke I fought through very well. <laughs> no, I, I see where you're coming from, though. But yeah, no, a, a game about, uh, about Zelda would be... Could be interesting, especially if they go into a toolkit of um, making her more of a mage like she is in the Smash Brothers games. Uh, also, uh, other one, just because I'm slowly making my way through Dragon's Blood Volume 3, but quite a few Dota characters have a huge amount of lore that... Yeah, uh, a big ensemble cast like that would make a... Like, every few characters would be pretty good to do. Hmm. I guess what I'm advocating for is a, ga is, is a game version of Arcane, but for Dota. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, God, League of Legends is kind of diving into that a little bit as well, aren't they? Like, they've got a couple of um, small RPGs about certain characters. Uh, I haven't played them, but they've been talked about. So either they're out and I don't know anything about them, or they are coming out and people are excited. Yeah. I know that there's um, a rhythm game involving Ziggs. That's about it. Anyway, I don't have anything more to add to the audience question. Yeah, no, I think I'm all out of talking points on that. It's a very difficult question because a lot of the things I like already delved into that. But mm. there, there's, there's, uh, there are choices out there. I think we covered a good couple of them. It's true. Uh, hopefully that answers your question, Trin. God, uh, even Castlevania did that already. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered... Um, Castlevania, it, I was like, maybe it'd be interesting for Alucard to have a game. It's fucking Symphony of the Night. Maybe it'd be interesting for the Rathalos to have a game. Oh, what's this? Monster Hunter stories rising out of the ashes? <laughs> yep. Which actually um, is on sale at the moment, at least on Amazon you in Australia. What? I got it. I got it. Um, let, let, let me find the name. Uh, hold on. You I, want a, I need you to, want a I need spin off to, story about Mado from the Cars universe? Is that what I'm I hearing? need I need to um I need to Google search the four horsemen of the the apocalypse because I am stupid. Um so we've had war, we've had death, we've had um Famine. No no we have did we have no no. Uh we had was it who was the one in Dark Side 3? Anyway, do the fourth horseman for Dark Side is four. 
Oh, I thought you just meant like world events. <laughs> no, 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 no. My bad. Um, we've we've had three of the four horsemen in Darksiders. Go, go, do Darksiders four already. I think it's Strife that hasn't had his yet. We've had three of the four horsemen just in world events in the last couple of years as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, hopefully that answers your question now, Trin. Uh, <laughs> but if you or someone else you know has a question like us once, so then get in touch. We're on Facebook, Fast Travel Lounge, Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge, minus one of the L's, and mailbag, Fast Travel Lounge at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to give us a like, star rating, whatever uh, happens to be on the podcast platform. It helps boost our voices within the algorithm and brings us one step closer to ensuring that we are the preferred gaming and pop culture news podcast sponsored by Krispy Kreme and whatever other words I decide to throw in when I'm trying to fuck with Josh. Uh, that does bring us to the end of episode 45. Uh, anything we want to tease for 46? I'd, I'd tease something, but I don't know how the format's going to go next week. Good point. Good point. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> anything I'm could not happen sure. in the last two hours of us meeting to record. <laughs> Might have to randomly throw together another tier list. Um, I will actually be in Wellington next week, so I'm not even sure if recording will happen. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, until then, I have been Patrick. I have been joined by Seth. This has been Fast Travel Lounge episode 45, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. I was so ready for Patrick to just mention the other two at the end there. Happy birthday, other two. <laughs> <laughs>